get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Time now to head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line as we welcome in the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, who is joining us now. Jeremy Rutherford in for BK, Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Alex Ferrario. Kerbs, I want to start off with a tweet that I saw from you earlier today. Blues History put this out. 1995, on this date, you said that you hated the trade that was made. It was Mike Greer Cujo traded to the Edmonton Oilers for the Shane Corson free agent signing. My question is, was that the one trade in Blues history that bothered you the most? Bothered me the most? I, well, as a fan, I hated the fact that you continued to see, you know, Mike, Mike Keenan decide to get rid of fan favorites because uh, he didn't want to work with their personalities and find a way to win with them. Um, I, I think the one that... You know, I, I don't know if you're going to find, you know, a more impactfully bad trade for the team than the trade that they made with Vancouver that while it brought us such an awesome guy and a, and a good dude in, in Garth Butcher, gave up too much of the uh, Blues assets from a first-place team. So that one probably should be the most upsetting one. Um, I, I the, the Chris Pronger trade is another one that, that just, to me, still to this day makes me scratch my head as just one of the dumbest trades in St. Louis Blues history as well. You know, and that, by the way, when I said that doesn't knock the guys that came back, I love Eric Brewer here. I thought Eric Brewer, man, Eric Brewer took the brunt of so much and was such a good player for the Blues and helping the Blues go through a downtime and transition, right? But you got two other players that never impacted this organization in a deal for what might have been the best defenseman in the game or the best top two behind Nick Lidstrom, um, you know, at that point in time. So I think those those are the ones, but... To me, the Cujo one was just—it was more of a fan base thing. Yeah, you know. And then, you know, and then, and then, you know, and, and with, with with the Mike Greer part, Mike Keenan came out and said, "We're not in the business of developing college players." And then when they finally had a first-round pick, he took Marty Reisner. You know, <laughs> so that that, that to, to me that, that 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 trade and that sequence and that comment about college players and then the drafting Marty Reisner first just epitomized just how brutally awful the, the Mike Keenan era was for the St. Louis Blues. Curbs, you know the, the the part that kills me about that Pronger trade is I remember I was coming onto the beat and uh, Bill Laurie's were selling. They didn't have an owner. And I was working with the uh, group that was trying to help Bill Laurie sell the team. And I was in constant communication with them. And they said, we need to clear the books. We need to get rid of the Pronger contract. It's going to be easier to sell the team if you don't have that $10 million salary on the books. And then so Checkets and John Davidson come in. First thing J.D. says, is we would have taken Pronger. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, okay. 
How many how many people out there have thought, geez, you know what? I'm going to sell my house, so I'm just going to rip out the kitchen and leave it bare, <laughs> bare. So they, the, whoever comes in, can put whatever money they want to. Oh yeah, but I still want top value for my house. I mean, that is the philosophy that that was used at that time, and it was foolish. And you know, and frankly, I don't, I really don't believe. I, I'm going to, I'll, I'll go down a road here. I don't know if I should here, but I, I, I really don't believe. Okay, that that was so much an ownership issue. I believe, uh, like, knowing how competitive uh, Bill and Nancy Laurie were as owners of the team, knowing the losses that they sustained, knowing that they tried to get Hoshik and they wanted to compete, and you know how bad that ownership group wanted to, you know, wanted to win. They made the trade for Keith Kachuk. You know, they, they paid Keith Kachuk after the trade. They, they, they made some deals. They just Larry just couldn't get uh, the goalie at the time he wanted, and I think that would have been a huge difference. You know, but, but having said that, to me, I think that was more whoever was advising the owners on what they wanted to do, um, you know, and, and, and they had some people advising them that were, were not good advisors for the St. Louis Blues and the sport in general here in St. Louis, and, and I think that impacted that trade. But, yeah, that, like that trade, I mean, and Larry Poe couldn't, like, I interviewed him last year during the, during the work stoppage on that, that pronger trade, and his hands were so tied on that one, you know, that uh, – um, yeah, that, I think that one, you, well, you'd have to, you might even, I wonder if you call you consider that one worse than the Vancouver trade. Yeah. I might have to go ahead and just change my list, but I still hated I still just from a, I'm telling you the Cujo thing guys, just cause I was such a fan of, them, right. you know, and, 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 and always was. And I, I still personally believe uh, Curtis Joseph belongs in the hockey hall of fame. Yeah. You look at all, you look at the numbers of all the other goaltenders and everything. Curtis Joseph belongs in the hockey hall of fame. You know, and and the fact that they didn't win a championship uh, with a team that he was playing on shouldn't impact that. He belongs in there. We're talking with Voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, here on BK and Ferrario. He's with us on the Brown and Group and Celebrity Line. So, Curves, to switch that to today's team for the St. Louis Blues, JR and I were just having the discussion. Jamie Rivers mentioned it yesterday. Looking at this Blues top six, he says they're, in his opinion, top three in the Western Conference in terms of top six forwards. What do you think about that? Are they top three, in your opinion? Uh, okay, so you got Vegas, you got Colorado. And then you have to figure who else is in there when, when, when you look at the top six, you know, as a whole unit here. Uh, to me, yeah, I, I, I think they're, they're, they've got to be, and have not really looked at and studied it, guys. Yeah, I, I think you, I'd, I'd put them, you know, top three or four in that sense. And especially if Vladimir Tarasenko has to start the year healthy with the St. Louis Blues, because now you're putting that kind of depth down on a third line that you had when you, when you won a championship and, and stuff. So I... Yeah, I, I think definitely the way the top six uh, shakes out right now, and I still believe that there's room to get better, guys. Because if if we if Vladimir Tarasenko is not a part of the St. Louis Blues, I still think there's a hole in the left wing because I think you become I think you become a championship challenging team with Brandon Saad playing in that second line to third line role for your for your squad. Um, and that gives you the kind of depth that becomes a real threat. And we know that because we that's what Colorado did. And then when Kadri went out, Saad played up in that second line and had the eight goals in the in the playoff game. So to me, to me, he's that piece of, of real added scoring depth that if you find another surefire top six left winger, Brandon Saad is the one that all of a sudden swings that pendulum in a huge way because of uh, where he can go if you shift that lineup down. 
Curbs, Kyra gets a two-year contract uh, yesterday, a shade under $3 million. Two-part question here is, what do you expect from him? You think he can build off of what he did last year? And does he have to be in the top six? Can he still be the type of player we expect in the in the top nine? So I, I believe that, that Jordan Kyra has to be in the top six. Uh, I, and, I, and the only reason I say that is his speed. I, I think what we noticed last year with him, was such a speed difference. And when his confidence was going, we saw him hold on to the puck and dangle the puck almost pretty much better than anybody on the team, you know, save David Perron. You know, I think David Perron may be the best in terms of just holding on to the puck. They, you know, but, but, and, and I think the Blues need that in the top six. So because I believe you need that creativity and speed in the top six, that's why I believe he has to be in the top six. Now, you end up with enough depth where you're putting that on your third line and maybe the, 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 uh, you know, maybe the minutes aren't quite where they need to be, and you find some of those on the special team side. Great. I mean, that's even more depth. But for for to me, he came in. The coach had a lot of confidence in him. The coaches and staff really coached him well. They. Tunnel. That's what happened there. Curves went through a tunnel, probably. <laughs> We'll see if we can reconnect with Chris Kerber. We'll try again, Tanner. Uh, give him a call back. But, uh, of course, he's getting into Jordan Cairo there, JR, talking about having to be in the top six. And I do think that's where some people fall right now, mostly because of the Tarasenko and Mike Hoffman deficit. You know, he was getting those top six minutes with Braden Shen and Jaden Schwartz last year. And if that is the case, once again, you're going to see him getting that shot to see if he can contribute. So let's join Curbs uh, back now. We got him back on the line. Curbs, you were there talking about Jordan Cairo needing to be in the top six. Yeah, you know what happened? Tunnel? So, so my no, my phone like attaches to the Bluetooth of, of, of the car my daughter drives, right? And for whatever reason, and it happens even if she's following you somewhere, like she pulled into the parking lot where I'm standing, oh, yeah. and the phone just switched to the Bluetooth <laughs> in the car. She's probably thinking, who are these guys talking to me right now? She got out of the car and going, Dad, the interview's on in my car. <laughs> <laughs> we should have had her pop on with this one instead. That would have been fantastic. Real quickly, uh, uh, the, the, the bottom line with Jordan Cairo in the top six, guys, is he, if he made a great stride. For him to take that next step, he locks in the top six. He outplayed Sanford. He, outplay, he outplayed Blay to earn a spot in there. He's earned a good contract. He earned a sizable raise. And, uh, and and for me, the Blues need his speed and creativity in the top six. So that's why I think he has to be in the top six. Curbs, final one for you. With the additions this offseason and with Jordan Cairo and expanded role this upcoming season, do you feel like the identity of this team has shifted back to that championship identity back in 1819? Um, I think it has shifted back to the type of team that is more suited for the Craig Berube style of play. Brandon Saad will get the puck in. He'll play smart. He won't just let it go. He'll hold on to it when he can. But Shnevich is a puck control kind of player, uh, according when you talk to people with the New York Rangers, that can play that style. They brought in two guys that are, I, I think, more reliable two-way type players. I, I go back to something that Alex, you and I have talked a lot about. There were a lot of question marks going into last year. Would Thomas take the next step? Same with Dunn, Sanford, Blay. And it didn't look like any of them really did that, right? So to me, what they've done is they've made some moves that put two guys in the lineup in Butchnevich and Saad that brings you a lot more certainty on that front. That certainty, that reliability, that predictability will lead to the better all-around team game for the St. Louis Blues, and that leads to wins in a Craig Berube system. 
Curbs, how do you keep the skills sharp for yourself with that voice in the offseason? I know you're doing these interviews, but in terms of the play-by-play, I went to a, a broadcast camp years and years ago, and Kevin Harlan spoke, and he said he'll drive down the highway and just kind of announce the, the street signs. Manchester, two and a half miles. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> uh, I do play-by-play of the kids eating dinner and, uh, and, and other family things, and they remind me that, Dad, you're not on the radio right now. You know, so I'm like, Oh, she cut that in half, and now the steak is in two. <laughs> and you can bring out the Zamboni. They finished the steak early. Uh, that's great. Well, Kurt, hey, before I let you go, uh, I came up with another nickname for you, and I want to get oh, your thoughts God. on it. No, I got you, another, you don't, you don't want to hear it, Curbs. Doggone it. So, Klim Kostin with Pavel Buchnevich and Ivan Barbashev. It's Kaz Navashev. Will you stop it? <laughs> Come on, that was a good one, Curbs. Like, will you just like just? I, I know you're trying to appeal to some younger younger group of people on Instagram or something with this. I don't get it, you know. But you listen, just just stop. Come save me, Curbs. I'm not even gonna. I'm Jeremy. Don't even next time mute his microphone before he does it because. <laughs> Listen, Alex, rule 101 with nicknames. You've got to be able to pronounce it. I just did. Kosnevashev. Yeah, you will never get that the same again. <laughs> Curbs, we appreciate the time as always, buddy. Have a great rest of the week. Have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. All right. See you guys a little later. There Thanks. you go. Voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber with us. I just don't know why he doesn't like my nicknames, JR. Just because they're bad. That's true. That's true. Shorshanko was the best one. Hey, by the way, former St. Louis Ram Isaac Bruce, we all know he's finally set for his introduction induction as a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame 2020 class with the enshrinement of the 2020 class set to take place this Saturday. Carriker and Smallman, they are headed to Canton to broadcast live on Friday morning for a special expanded show from 7 to 11 a.m. Tune in Friday morning. Morning to hear Randy and Michelle speak to the man himself, Isaac Bruce, along with several other special guests. Carriker and Smallman live from Canton this Friday morning, brought to you by Schnooks and Twin Peaks. We'll take All a right, break. I'm excited. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll take a break and come back. Cross things over with the fast lane next here on 101 ESPN. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you can get top brand laundry sets with the latest tech to tackle any mess you might face this holiday. Like automatic fabric and load size detection for spills of any size, from cookies and milk on your favorite holiday sweater, to the toddler of the house discovering just how fun cranberry sauce can be. Make more magic this holiday season. Let your new appliances handle the mess. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select LG laundry sets at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.